This is Rock Cape Town's podcast. Thank you so much for listening in today, and we hope this sermon brings life to you. Here's today's message. We're going to continue with our topic. Uh, last week, my wife was preaching. Uh, today, I am back this morning, and I uh, believe that Utiklo Uza Uteta Nat. Last week, we spoke about encounter with God. I want to continue with that, and um, because that's what we need. Ilondo Esi Nidayo as a church, as this nation, we need to encounter God. Last week we spoke about um, Gideon being used by God. And I believe that today Utiko will do the same thing. He will use us as the church. He will use uh, each and every one of us to deliver our neighbors. He will use each and every one of us to deliver the our, our people from what is happening. So we are here wanting an encounter with God. We are here wanting Holy Spirit to take hold of us. Remember when Gideon was about to change the nation, when he was about to change the Israelites, you know what happened? He had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. The, the Bible tells us that he, the Spirit of God was upon him and he killed 300 men. He killed lots of uh, Israel enemies because God was with him. So that encounter with God is important for each and every one of us. I want us to look at the scripture that we, we, we read last week. If you will, we'll go to the book of John chapter 4, reading from verse 24 and verse 24. Only verse 24 from the Amplified Bible. God is a spirit. That means we as his children who have to encounter him in the spirit and we'll see change, we'll see our neighbors change, we'll see the people at our place change because we go to him. We have to go to him. The Bible says that he is the spirit and those who want him must go to him in the spirit. As he's a spirit, it says he's a source of life. Gideon, when he encountered God, he came back with that source of life and Israelites experienced the source of life because of Gideon. Today, I believe that our nation is looking for Gideons. Our nation is looking for those people who will encounter God and come back with that, with that life and come back with the invisible God so that people may see God in them. God can only be seen in us. They will only see God in us as his children. But if we encounter him, he will be seen in us. So as we read from John chapter 4, verse 24, it says, God is spirit, the source of life, yet invisible to mankind. He is invisible. That's why people don't believe in him. But we are here so that people may see him through us. The Israelites... When they had all their troubles, they forgot about God. They did not see God. But when Gideon showed up and availed himself to be used by God, guess what? They saw God in Gideon. They saw what God was capable of doing in Gideon. This is what is going to happen in our nation. When people see God in us, we will see the change. We will see the deliverance. God is looking for that Gideon. God is looking for that David who will come and, 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 and deliver the people. But that needs to happen when we approach God, when we 
in his presence and when we bring the invisible God to the people. So God can only be seen through us. He cannot come himself. He can only be seen through us. That's why he sent Jesus to come. Jesus said that I came here for my father's will. I came not for my own thing. I came that I may do his will. We are here for his will. I know that God has a plan for our nation. He has a plan for your neighbor. He has a plan for uh, even the people in your world. He has the plan and that plan can come to pass if we avail ourselves as Gideon to show up the plan of God and to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. Remember, Jesus said um, when he was about to live in the book of Acts chapter 8, chapter 1, when the Spirit has come upon you. That means when you have an encounter with God, when the Spirit has come upon you, you shall receive power. We allow the Holy Spirit to come upon us. We allow ourselves to encounter the Holy Spirit and we shall have that power. You know we have the power to deliver people. We have the power to break all the curses. We have the power to break even poverty, but we need the Holy Spirit to be upon us. Because when Gideon, when Gideon killed the, the enemies of Israel, it happened after the Holy Spirit came upon him. Gideon was like any one of us. He was an ordinary person. He did not have extraordinary power, but when the Holy Spirit came upon him, he was an extraordinary Gideon. That will happen to us as we encounter God, we will see the nation. Today, I want us to look at another example, a great example of a, a man in the, in, in the book of Acts chapter 3. We're going to be reading from the book of Acts chapter 3. If you look at the story of the book of Acts, it was a, about a man who was desperate and he was lame. He could not walk. He was not able to carry himself. He was not able to do anything. And this gentleman, he will go and beg uh, at the door of the temple every day. He will go there and people will see him. Those who have money, they will give him money. Those who have whatever uh, they thought he will use, they will give. But you know what? Um, there's lots of people who are lame. They may be working. They may have everything this world can give, but in a certain area of their lives, they may be lame. They will know that they, they, only God can deliver them from that uh, disability. So now, here, if we read verse 1, it says, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. I think we have to note this first, this first verse here, that these guys, they were going about to pray, and they were going there so that they may encounter God. So they took their relationship with God very seriously. We as a children of God, we have to do the same and take our relationship with God very seriously. That's why they had power. Power comes when we take our relationship with God, who's the source of life. Think about it, the source of life. If you like, we like uh, electric appliances as the children of God, without power, we are useless. You may have a cattle, a beautiful one. Uh, I, I know people love those uh, big names, but without electricity, without plugging it in so that it can have power, it will, not, it will be useless. We as a children of God, we are exactly like that. Without God, you may look cute, you may be that person whom people hope of getting something from, but without that power of God, without that connection, you'll be useless. You won't be useful in other words to those people. So here, when we read verse 1, these guys, they knew that, you know what, if we keep connecting to the source of life, we will be useful. 
Gideon knew that, you know what, when the Holy Spirit, when God came to him through the angel, Gideon knew that, you know what, I better take this. This is the only chance that I, I can be useful to this nation. You know all of you, you are useful to this nation. We know that God has predestined our lives. We are not here by chance. We are here because God predestined our lives. I know you may be asking yourself, what is that that God has called me to do? What is that that God has created me to do? But it's bigger than you. It, for Gideon, it was bigger than him. He, he, he was a coward initially, but when the Holy Spirit came upon him, he was so useful, he delivered the Israelites. So now, these guys, they knew that the important thing is the source. Remember, we're saying that God can deliver the people. God can, can deliver a nation through us. God can help people who are going through depression through us. God can help people who are going through difficult times through us. But we got to be connected. If we're not connected to the Holy Spirit, then we are not of use to them. If we want to be of use to them, we got to be connected. So these guys, the, the first verse is telling us the importance of connection. I'm going to read it again. It says, now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer. They were going there to pray. Let's take prayer seriously. I, I know that uh, some people will be saying, you know, we pray every day, we pray before we eat, we, but prayer is that connection. You have not prayed until you feel connected to God. You have not prayed until you see the revelation. God speak to you through revelation, reveal some other things that you cannot see. So pray, when we pray to God, we pray to him, we go to him. We do not stop praying until we receive the revelation. We do not stop praying until we find him, we see him, until we feel his presence. So these guys here, um, Peter and John, they were like, me and you, they knew that prayer is their own answer. They went to the temple to pray. They went there so that God can use them. They went there so that they can be connected. They went there so that they can be of use to the nation. We are going to be of use to this nation if we are connected to God. I know that know that as a country going through difficulties, economy and um, with the, the, the disease that we are fighting, a lot of thing, things that are happening. And also, there's a big issue of mental health. People are afraid. I know, especially now, people are very afraid of getting sick. They just don't know. But you know what? If we as a children of God, we will come being connected to God and give hope to those people and allow God to use us as a channel to set people free from fear, to set people free from whatever they, whatever they are facing. It can only be God. It can only be the Spirit of God. So God wants to use us and he can not deliver this nation without our commitment. We have to be committed. These guys, they want to pray at that hour because they were committed to the cause. They were committed to God. So I want to read verse 6 from the same chapter, chapter 3. You know, I know that um, at this time, we give people what we can. We, we try to help those who have lost their jobs and give them food. Uh, you try to even help your families. And if we look at this, guys, there are things that people need that are more than material things, more than food. This guy needed healing. Nobody could offer that. Only God could deliver him. Only God could uh, restore him so that he be like any other person. He will be able to walk around. He will be able to run if he wants to run. Now, if we read here, verse 6, it says that then... 
Peter said, silver, gold, I do not have. I know that there are people who might be saying, you know, pastor, we do not have money. We, we just don't have money. Maybe people who need money, they say, no, we, we, can, we don't have food to give you. But there's more what you can give as a child of God. God has not just given you material things. He has given you anointing. He has given you his spirit so that you will be able to deliver people from unseen demonic oppression, uh, oppression that you may deliver them, that you may give them healing. So these guys, Peter and John here, gave what this guy needed most. He needed food. Of course, he will receive all the money that they were giving him, but he needed something deeper, the deliverance, the freedom that could only come from God. Now, if we read it, it says that Peter, and Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. What do you have as a child of God, if we may ask today? When you see people who are in need, when you see people who are sick, when you see people who are scared, what is that that you have? that you can use to set those people free. Going back again to Gideon, Gideon had the anointing that was unseen. And when the Midianites came, Gideon used the anointing. He used what God gave him. You know, people are looking at us, especially if you call yourself the child of God, they are looking for more. I know that material things they need, but they're looking for more than what we can offer materially. They're looking for the anointing, something that can give them freedom. Jesus uh, is saying, if we read from the book of um, Luke chapter, I think it's, it's chapter 4, verse 18, he says that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for God has anointed me, that I can preach the good news, that I may deliver those who are bound, that I may give freedom to those who do not have freedom, that I may deliver those who are in bondage, who are in prison, God has given us the same anointing, and I believe that people in this nation need that anointing. We as a children of God, we've got to go and find that anointing and walk in power. The Bible puts it clear that when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall receive power. We cannot afford, especially now as, as the church, to just walk around and smile with people without that power. We need that power so that people may receive their freedom, so that people may receive they are healing so that people may be delivered from the illnesses that they have, that, that they may be delivered from fear. Only the anointing can do that. So these guys, they, if we read it, they said, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankles and ankle bones received the strength. It was not by power, not by might, it was by the Spirit of God. This Spirit of God will help us so that people may receive the intervention, the, the, the supernatural intervention. I know that we may be using all that we can, using all the natural intervention, but people need supernatural intervention. In this hour as the church, as the nation, we need that supernatural intervention. The Israelites, when they were harassed and, uh, by the Midianites, you know what? came true for them, it was the supernatural intervention. It was revelation through Gideon, availability of Gideon helped the Israelites to be delivered. So this is a time that we bring the master's touch to the people. This is what Peter and John did to the man who was lame. They brought the master's touch and the guy was 
liberated. He received his full freedom. This is what we got to do. So if we let's quickly go to the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. You know, we know that people need material things, but they also need the bread of life. If we read, but he answered and said, if we read verse 4, this is Jesus talking to the devil when he was tempted. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Abandon need only material things, impartial on labor and all the things. They do need those things, but they need more. They need that bread of life. They need that hope that can only come from God. They need God for their soul. Soul cannot be satisfied by eating. It needs the word of God. It needs the reassurance. It needs to be connected to God. Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When God speaks to us, it is important that we go and deliver that word to the people. As it did to Gideon, you know, what I like about God is, is that true revelation. When God spoke to Gideon, it, it was not just in Okonje, but it was deliverance. It was what the Israelites needed. When he spoke to Gideon, what needs to be done? that they need to go destroy all the altars of Baal. They want to destroy the, all, the, altar, the, the altars of Baal. When he spoke to Gideon and said, you know what, send these guys back. I just need 300. It was the revelation. God was revealing to him that, you know, uh, this is how we're going to do this so that we do not do things your way, but do things my, uh, my, my way, the way that you have not seen. So when God speaks to us as, a ch as his children, he speaks true revelation. That means he will tell us what is to come if we follow his instructions. Remember, the Bible says the Holy Spirit will tell you things to come. That means things that you do not know. God knew that if Gideon will go with those uh, thousands of men, there was just going to be a mess because a lot of those guys were afraid. Gideon did not know that, but God revealed to him that you, you cannot go with these guys. You just go with this 300. All is well as long as you look up to me because I know everything. God knows everything. He reveals everything. The Bible tells, put it clear, that the Holy Spirit will tell you things to come. So if we allow ourselves to be used by God and allow Holy Spirit to lead us as it is was the promise when Jesus left. He said, the Spirit of God who knows everything, he will tell you things to come. We will walk in freedom because God will reveal things as things come. He will reveal them. We will go and conquer because of that revelation. We need revelation as a nation. I know that um, at the present time, everybody is wondering how, what solution what can we do to uplift our economy? What can we do to, uh, to heal those people who are sick? What can we do to bring that and that so that this nation can be a great nation? It can only be God because he knows what we're supposed to do. We don't know. You know, um, if you read the book of um, Romans chapter 8, it says that when we pray, the Holy Spirit intercedes with us for we do not know what we ought to say he, he reveals what we ought to say. He reveals what we ought to pray for. Things that we have not seen, troubles that are still coming, the Holy Spirit will reveal. So we as a children of God, Paul, in fact, it's, it's, it's Paul here speaking to, to Timothy. He's saying to him, be ready to minister. We ought to be ready to minister. Think about it when people need ministry and you 
are there and not ready. You have not been, you have not prepared yourself. The only preparation that we can do as a children of God is that encounter with God, is to see God, is to hear God all the time, so that when people need ministry, we are ready. If we may go to the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy. Second Timothy, we're going to be reading from verse 4, chapter 4, in fact, verse 2. Preach the word. You know, when we're talking about preach the word, that means we're speaking the word of God. That's why the Bible, when Jesus said in the book of Luke that uh, I am anointed, that I may preach the gospel, preaching the gospel to the poor, that means you're speaking good news. You're revealing the heart of God. Think about it, you're revealing the heart of God. Those people who are afraid, you go to them, you tell them that fear not, God is with you. You're just revealing the heart of God. If we read from the book of Joshua chapter 1, that's where Joshua spoke the heart of God. In fact, God spoke to Joshua and said, Joshua, do not be afraid, I am with you. And he delivered that word to the Israelites, that you guys, I know you are afraid, I know what you are facing is, is difficult and and and. The reality of the enemy is, is, is there. The enemy is there. And the enemy seems to be powerful than you. It is real. It's not something that we can underestimate. But he said, God is telling me now that let us be strong and be of a good courage because he's with us. That's the revelation. That's good news. So, Peter here is telling Timothy that Timothy preached the gospel. Go to people, speak the heart of God. For you to speak the heart of God, you should be with God. You should be speaking to God. You should be listening to him. So he said, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season all the time. Be ready. I know that you, as a child of God, now sometimes you're going through things, isn't it? But please be ready because you are a minister of the word of God. That's your calling. That's our calling. We are the minister of good news. We minister good news. We speak life. You know, the Bible says that with our tongue, we speak life. We continue to speak life. Though we see things that are not to it, continue to speak life. So if you read, it says, be ready in season and out of season. Convince. You know, there are people already who are giving up on God. We go with the word of God. We convince them that God is still good. Be like the, the Israelites when they thought that God has left them. Uh, Joshua went and convinced them that, you know what, guys, God is still good. He's still here for us. So we go and convince them. We go and rebuke those and we exhort with all long suffering and teaching. So here in this word, I want to just touch the, the, the first part that say preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season all the time. Let us be ready as the ministers who have no choice, especially this time around. We got to be ready telling the good news. We've got to be ready living the good news. We've got to be ready fighting for the people because God has called us to fight for the people. In this regard, you know the guy who was lame? He was lucky to have uh, Peter and Paul. He did not have cowards who would run away. He had Peter and Paul who came to him, who went to pray, who were connected to God, and this guy received his healing because of these guys. Can we say the same to you, or as you, as a child of God, Abandu who are looking up to you, Abandu who are in your world, can they be like, wow, uh, this guy will come with my breakthrough? Because people will see God through us. 
we have no choice to be but to be connected to God so that people may see God through us, so that people may not die. You know, people will literally die if we do not avail ourselves to God. Literally, some people will commit suicide if we're not committed, we're, we're not committed and connected to God to just deliver them from that illness, deliver them from that depression. So we are here as the vessel of the master. The master can only touch people if we go to the people being connected to the master and the master will be able to touch people. So I pray today that the members of our church and the Christians all over the world that we take our relationship with God seriously, our connection with God seriously because and they can find God. It's very sad because the enemy out there is a real enemy. So going back to the book of John chapter 4 verse 24, God is saying he is the spirit, the source of life. So Tina, we, we bring that source of life, if we have it, to the people. And if we are empty and people come to us hoping to get that source of life, hoping to receive something and there is nothing, how sad is that? It's very sad that people will come to us hoping to get something. If people will come to us knowing that we ought to be connected to God and have nothing. That's why we as the children of God, we have no choice but to be connected to him so that when people come to us, they can receive the life. In conclusion, I want us to go to the book of Acts chapter 3, reading from verse 8 again. Remember this guy, he was waiting there and, and waiting to receive something and he got more than what he bargained for. Because now if we read verse 8, it says that so he leaped up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them walking, leaping and praising God. Think, think about it. This guy, he was the guy who, was, who could not walk and now he was praising God. No, he did not see God. But through Peter and John, he saw God. We want to see the same thing. People seeing God through us, being delivered through us, being set free from depression through us, being set free from whatever trouble that they are in through us, and they go and praise God, whom they have not seen, because you can only see God through, the, through his people. The Israelites did not see the face of God, but they saw God through Gideon. May people see God through us. May people see God through our connection to him. So this guy was praising God and worshiping God because he saw God in David. That's why we have to be connected. It is my prayer today that we be connected to him and that people may see God. We're going to read verse 9 if you, may, if you will. Verse 9. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Think about it. If we live the life that God has called us to live, if we live our calling, people will see God's miracles. You know, if we're talking about God's miracles, we're talking about God's intervention. As with the Israelites, when God came and delivered the Israelites from the hands of the Midianites, it was his supernatural intervention. And that supernatural intervention we needed today, it can only come true uh, he uses us to bring. Remember, with the Israelites as well, he used Moses. Moses allowed God 
that he may use him to get Israelites out of Egypt. God will do the same. There is no other way. There is no other way. In closing, the guys, you guys can come. There is no other way that people will experience God. There is no other way that God will bring out the nation out of misery. Only by his spirit. And his spirit lives in the inside of us. He lives in the inside of us. Moses did the same. Today I'm praying that in Amis we may see the Moses. That in Amis we may see the Gideons. We may see... Uh, Paul and Silas or Paul and uh, John who will go out there and be connected to the source of life. God is our source of life. He is our everything. As he is our source of life, we can take that source of life to the people. People may experience that source of life. Why? Because we the only channel God that God can use. Let's allow God to use us, we, the Bible puts it clear that we are the priests, we are his priests today. That means we are the people who will carry the presence of God. We are the people who will take the sins of the people to God. We are the people who will plead on behalf of the nation, on behalf of the community, that God may deliver them, that God may, may, may just remove their sins. We are those people. So we are here today just to offer ourselves. As we are praying, we're going to be praying. I want to pray for you. If you've stopped praying, I know that people these days, they uh, watch lot of, lots of TV and other things. If you have stopped praying, this is the time that we go into our rooms and we begin to pray, we begin to connect. Remember Acts chapter 3 verse 1. It says that these two guys, Paul and uh, uh, Peter, in fact, is Peter. Peter and John, they were going to the hour of prayer when this guy showed up. Let's not miss that hour of prayer. Let's not miss the time with God because that time is important. If we miss that time, people will miss their deliverance. People will miss their healing. The nation will miss what could have happened to this nation if we do not avail ourselves and bring the healing and bring everything that's this nation.